Heart and Mind Premarital desires to help couples prepare and navigate their engagement and marriage through encouraging loving actions, providing perspective, and hope through others' true love stories and experiences. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome back, listeners. We're uh, here with another true love story. I'm here with my beautiful wife, Lisa. Hey, everyone. And I, we got a couple here, uh, Christian and Kristen, and they're going to be sharing uh, with us their love story. So uh, why don't you just say hi to everyone here? Hello. Hi. <laughs> and uh, um, so let's go ahead and just jump right on into it. Now, this is a couple that we have had the privilege to uh, do our do premarital counseling with them, and yep. you guys are coming up on your 10-year anniversary here. Woo-hoo. And just a couple months away, almost there. And so it's uh, um, so just a couple of months away, and um, you were kind of one of our first ones that we actually kind of did premarital here. So, uh, um, you know, so kudos to you guys for uh, letting us use you as guinea pigs, and uh, you know, hopefully <laughs> we didn't you. screw you up too much when we uh, didn't know what we were doing. But it well, seemed like I mean, it worked. If they uh, are hitting ten years, then I think they're doing pretty well. Yeah, you know, so not bad. So. Um, so let's go ahead and let's just kind of jump in it. So, uh, you know, uh, Christian, what do you do for a living here? You know, just give us a general. Uh, so the gist of it is that I work with computers and I create, it's a lot more complicated than it sounds, but I create reports for multiple groups within Altstate. Oh, awesome. Okay. And you, Kristen? Oh, um, I'm, I'm a stay-at-home mom. And I'm going to be homeschooling our daughter um, pretty soon here. Now, I also heard that you're also a really good baker and maker of things, too, as well here. So you you got some side hustles going on as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I I like to think of it as like a like a crafting or baking mercenary. I'll just take whatever jobs come my way. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong, people. People, if I could talk her into it, I'll actually have uh, her link up on our uh, podcast here. But it's uh, she does phenomenal work; it's really good stuff. I think she even has some other ideas that she might uh, be throw- be doing here soon. So, well, let's tell us about let's talk about your love story here. Um, how did you guys meet? So, technically, the first time we met was when we uh, so both. Kristen and I originally belonged to different churches, and we were in the process of getting merged together. So I was part of one group, she had the other, and we... Sunrise and SBC. And we had an improv night. And so, uh, unfortunately, I was... He was rapping about a dookie. Yes. (laughs) Up on stage. (laughs) It's very romantic. Um, I looked at her the entire time, but no, not really. Uh, but the the first time we actually talked was after it was over, and she thought she thought I shook his hand and I told him that I liked his Dookie rap, and I didn't know how to reply to that because <laughs> I froze up completely afterwards. But she was cute, so that was nice. Uh, you well, weren't my type. You, he wasn't your type? No, he wasn't 
So, so, so this is the, see, you know, folks, I always kind of talk about that. Like in some cases there is love at first sight and Hollywood always seems to try to make this whole thing like love at first sight, which does happen. However, with you guys, it sounds like you're also another couple that were, it wasn't love at first sight. No, not really. Definitely not. Um, (laughs) It took a while before anything of this sort even happened. Um, There were, there were a couple of times where we'd, you know, occasionally see each other here and there, but didn't really interact. Uh, But I think the first time we actually did talk uh, was when we had a night out on the field. We were watching... Tangled movie night. Mm -hmm. Tangled movie night. We we were watching that, and uh, Kristen's brother actually had a pretty (laughs) big hand in it. He, um, we, it, it was over, and... I saw Christian walking away with a group of his buddies, and I saw that he had a Kingdom Hearts keychain. It's from a video game, like my favorite game. And um, Eric locked me out of the car and told me that I couldn't come back in to go home until I talked to him. And so because of that, we ended up chatting for a while just about random things related to the game and... Now, Christian, did you did you know that he was doing this at the time? No, no I did not. Okay. I, I thought, well, it felt kind of weird. And she just kind of came out of nowhere and was like, hey. And I'm like, why? You like Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> kind of. So, so you like Mudkips? So it, it, during that time, yeah, it, I mean, it was a nice chat, Uh I had a nice time talking with her and, you know, kind of like, okay, nice to talk to you. See you later and stuff. And that was kind of the the gist of it. But uh, Kristen's brother did kind of force her to talk for a certain amount of time before he would allow <laughs> her to come into the car. Yeah. Did well, he say how long you had to talk to him? No, he he just, he, he was giving me looks through the windshield. Oh. <laughs> um, we, when the the church merged, we were both using it as a chance to try to make some new friends. And Eric, uh, he already had like two whole friends, whereas I had no whole friends. <laughs> so he was trying to help me out. What a good brother! Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if he kind of saw something more. I think I think he was just tired of me hanging around with him and his friends. now he he, he's the older brother isn't he yes yep Mm -hmm. so he was like i gotta get rid of the pesky little sister here yeah oh (laughs) i know i'm gonna pass him off on this dude all right (laughs) awesome so you so you got talk you you talked at a few events here when did you guys decide you know what i think i want to try to date this person who made the first move basically Kristen did what (laughs) Well, well, we we had a yeah we we were friends first, and we we had a good amount of times to start chatting with each other more as as you know by that point our our groups got together and thanks to I was just happy to finally have a friend at church. Mm -hmm. So we hung around a good amount. We had we ended up going to a couple trips to California together with with others from from the college group and such and. we we were texting and and talking a lot together, hanging around a lot. And one night while we were just texting, she ended up telling 
<laughs> she was the one that beat me to it. Uh, she ended up telling me that she liked me, and I think I froze up for... You, you left me on red for, like, an hour. It's like oh, a midnight. What, what, what do you mean, left he, me on red? He, he read it, but didn't say anything <laughs> on the know. text. Oh, oh, oh this, this was all over text. Yeah, it's over yeah. text. Oh, my god. Like, gosh. around midnight. Yeah. Dude, I, I know I'm like I'm kind of old school, but even I know you don't leave them on red. <laughs> Holy man! Did you freak out, person? Um, I, <laughs> I, I couldn't go to sleep. I was sitting there sweating, but I figured, oh well, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to. Re- <laughs> so, how long did you sit on this text? About the same amount of time that that she was left kind of hanging. Like an hour. I, yeah, I didn't know how to react. I was just like, I, I do, but um, how do I reply to this? I, <laughs> I, I like you too? I, I guess that, I think that's how I just ended up going. I I didn't want to like come off too casual or anything of this sort. I was like, do I say this? Do I not? I don't know. Should I pray about it? <laughs> You've been through some things. Yeah. Uh, I I wanted to make sure that if I said anything, it would, it would actually, you know, matter. Mm-hmm. Um, you and, still wanted to determine whether, okay, is this something that I should be getting into mm-hmm. or am I just flattered? Yeah. I, I didn't want to end up messing around or anything of the sort with, with someone's heart. So I, I had to, I had to take it pretty seriously, step off for a bit, um, stop sweating. Uh, <laughs> So much sweating. <laughs> and make sure that, that, you know, this was something that that we should actually be going for. Um, and then... With BBS, remember? Yeah. So when you finally... So after you let her sweat and let her have a horrible night's sleep, <laughs> what did you what did you text back? I like you too. Okay. I'm, so. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't remember, to be honest. It, yeah, it was a blur. Remember. But I... I would hope that I was more elaborate with it, but but something that that we did want to take very seriously is that we, from the beginning, we wanted to make sure that it was a relationship that that honored God, and it wasn't one where we would be, you know, kind of floundering around and and kind of just going wherever the wind took us. We wanted to make sure that if if we were going to date, that we were that this was going to lead towards us being married, not, not waiting for forever for anything to, to happen and then fizzle out. So you're hoping to date with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. Be yeah. intentional about it. Mm-hmm. But I never had a boyfriend before. So I was. You're kind of new to the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know. So I think whatever he texted back to me, I think I said, so now what? Yeah, we we had no we had no clue. We're like, so do we talk to someone and like try to see if we can do like a like a pre engagement counsel? No, pre dating. Oh, pre dating even, yeah. And we ended up getting together with uh, with another married couple um, that that provided good mentorship towards us and and kind of were helping to guide us in in those first. I guess you could say weeks or so, or even months. That was way after? That was way after. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we talked to Jason. It blends in after a while. 
Yeah. It's been ten years. It's been ten years. You got a little <laughs> bit of grace here. So you guys so you guys kind of so you told each other how you felt. And was it did it, did you become official just after just kind of naturally, or was there like a day that says, Nah, you're my girlfriend, you're my boyfriend? Well, we were friends first and then VBS came up and then this is before the, the midnight conversation over text. VBS came up and I, I kept pranking his car. I think that's when I realized that I liked him. Mm. And that's when I realized <laughs> she realized had the guts. that she liked you or that you liked that, her. That I liked her. She okay. had the guts to do things that a lot of people wouldn't do. My my cousins, uh Jenna and Jessica, they helped me TP his car while uh he was busy. What did you do at VBS? I was one of the actors in the skits. And I guess a leader, too, if I remember correctly. Depending on which one. Oh, okay. But I'm not going to say the name. And, but your, cous- your cousins helped you prank him? Yeah, they did. And uh, I bought a giant stack of, of sticky notes from Walmart one of the days. <laughs> and covered his car completely with sticky notes. Nice. It was awesome. Just sticky notes, or did you write stuff on them? Um, mostly just sticky notes. Okay. I, I, eventually, a whole crew came to help. <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> so, how long did you guys date for? Um, I'm trying to remember. I I want to say we started dating late July. Yeah, late July. Late July, and I well we. Our circumstances were a bit unusual, I guess you could say. Um, I proposed to her on Christmas Day of that same year that we started dating. So we were dating for how long? Five months. Five months. But we we spent a lot of time together during that time. We we were involved in so many things together. We were we were going to school. Uh, at the same time, I got him back into school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we took a couple of classes together during that time. Mm-hmm. We we were part of the Awana program. We were leaders within it, so we we worked on that together. Um, we had college group. We had other events here and there. So we we were basically spending a huge amount of time every single day together. Yeah. So you guys got to really know each other within those five months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was more than just like taking each other like out on a, a Saturday night once every couple weeks. Right. We, we mm-hmm. were together like all day, every day for a, a long time. Mm-hmm. We really got to know each other. Yeah. One of our family members called it a dating on steroids. Yeah. Yeah. My mom <laughs> called it dating on steroids and she's not wrong. <laughs> a lot of intense. So spending so much time together, you know, obviously a dating life, uh, you know, there's always that putting your best foot forward. Mm-hmm. I would imagine spending so much time together, which is not a really a bad thing. Uh, how long did it take for you to really see the real person? Because obviously there's good things you like and then there's some things that you're like, oh, that's that's kind of scary. And then there's times where, you know, people will put their be- best foot forward and then you get to really start to see that not that foot forward. So how long would you say? I feel like it was only a couple months in. Uh, yeah, just a couple. And 
and uh, it was my fault. I'll, I'll just say that straight out. There, um, there were some things that he was meaning to tell me at a, a good time. Yeah, and unfortunately, they didn't come out at a good time. So <laughs> that uh, it caused uh, a fair amount of issues when when that subject came out. And so we, we ended up kind of having to take some time to discuss uh, just... Is that a subject you feel comfortable in sharing, or you just want to say it was a subject? It was a subject, yeah. Gotcha. We'll no problem. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> Use your imagination. <laughs> but that's fair. But you know, you know, but when that when that came out, um, you know, Kristen, did you just uh, you were like, okay, obviously you dealt with it, but um, was there other things that were coming out that were like, you know, like for example, it's like I don't like how they chew, you know, they're. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this person's kind of whiny, you know? No, it, it was more important than that. It it was just just like a couple like big things that um I wasn't necessarily expecting from someone that I had interest in marrying someday. But when they came out and um I I wouldn't have been unjustified in breaking up over uh, over the things that I learned um, when I didn't want to, when I wanted to work through things instead, was when I knew that it was it was it, it, <laughs> we were gonna it, it was gonna work out. Like so, you so, knew that you wanted to be with him. Now yeah, you were I'm, you weren't involved in this whole situation that he's revealing to you. It's basically no, something from his past. This is something from before we even met. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. So yeah. No. Sometimes that sometimes past baggages in relationships are definitely a an area that you got to kind of consider when you're marrying someone because it is because you, you can have a certain vision of saying oh I want this but then it you can come to a point where you're saying oh this was in your past. And you got to really determine, it's like, okay, is this something I do want to deal with? Or am I willing to carry this baggage along with them? Yeah, it it did take me a couple days to think over everything that he told me. And he did tell me everything at that point. I I remember saying, is there anything else? And he was like, yeah, (laughs) there's more. And then he, I'll give him credit. He was very upfront about um, everything that he'd been through before he met me. And it took me a couple of days to process everything. And um, by the end of it, all I could think of was um, talking through it with him and, and that um, I really wanted to be with him because I was willing to I'll work through those things. Thank you. I think it's actually very important to have that informed consent, not to make it very clinical, but I think in any relationship, you got to know what was going on in this person's past. And, you know, on one hand, you know, I know some people say, you know, well, let the past be past. Don't hold it against them. Yes. And no, sometimes past have consequences and mm-hmm. you got to um, determine, okay, if consequences pop up, am I willing to still walk with them? through all this and you're right there's nothing wrong with you with you saying you know what i'm not going to sign up for this but you did choose to sign up for this clearly 10 years later (laughs) um but that leads me to this next question is like 
Christian, it seems like you already saw him as the one because you you even said it. You were like, if this is someone I'm going to marry, you know, do I need to, you know, I, I need to think this through. So it seems like you already came to that conclusion. Uh, Christian, when did you know that, like, you know, I'm going to propose to this girl because, you know, you married, you, you dated in July. Obviously, you had a friendship before that. And then by Christmas, you popped the question. So what made you come to that conclusion? So it was roughly around the same time as well. Though so for the record, I do like how she chews. But, <laughs> but um, it, yeah, I, I totally would not have blamed her if she'd have chosen to break up with me during that time. Uh, but uh, it was also, you know, after those days that she wanted to kind of talk it through and such. And, and, and it was along the lines of rebuilding her trust during that time as well that, that I really wanted to, to make it work and... And during that time is when I realized, you know, this isn't something that I just want to end at that point. I want to go all the way through. I want to marry her. I want to spend the rest of my life with her. And uh, uh, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to to go ahead and make that work. So, you know, whatever she asked for or anything of the sort, I, I was totally open and willing to to give it for that time. So I, I had a lot of follow-up questions mm-hmm. and he was willing to answer everything mm-hmm. openly and honestly. Mm-hmm. So I I wanted to show her that that uh you know she could still trust me even after all of these things that happened and that I, I was wholly and wholly devoted to to the relationship that I wasn't just joking around when when I had said, Oh yeah, you know I would love to date you and eventually for it to lead to marriage or anything of the sort. I feel like those those words are spoken too often, but they're rarely ever truly meant. Uh, and yeah, I wanted to carry through and, and show that. That's so cool. So tell us about the proposal. What'd you do? Um, <laughs> I'll leave it as it could have gone by more smoothly, and that is another reason why I'm thankful that she married me. <laughs> All right, so you got to tell us this story. Yeah, you can't I, I, I let you. I let you go on the last one because it was a lot personal. But no, I want details, dude. No more. No more generalities okay. here. Okay. So, well, uh, okay. Uh, he came up with the single worst scavenger hunt. <laughs> I have ever been on in my entire life. I swear I've gotten with, better at it since then. With the most convoluted clues that I had <laughs> no idea what he was talking about. And uh, I I knew what was happening because um, my entire... It was Christmas morning. We had He spent it with my family and we opened presents. And I was still in my pajamas. And I had my hair still... I, I had bed head. And then suddenly there was scavenger hunt clues around the house and my parents and brother were following me around the entire house with cameras. <laughs> so you pretty much knew I knew what that was. <laughs> I knew what was happening. No one just films a random scavenger hunt on no. Christmas morning. Yeah. yeah. No. It gave away everything, and then things that made sense to me didn't make sense to her. And he you, hid a clue inside a, a VHS tape, and 
I was supposed to figure out which one. And then I was hoping it would make sense by the time I finally found the VHS tape, but it did not. Because <laughs> the tape had no significance whatsoever to me. <laughs> <laughs> so what were you thinking in that regard? It's like, G.I. Joe the movie? What is, you know. Why that would, would I ever watch this? Sense. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> you don't know what you were thinking? Okay. <laughs> so you, you, you set up a scavenger hunt to do this proposal on Christmas morning, which that sounds romantic, but it was at a house that you don't live in. Mm-hmm. It sounded a lot better Using items in my that head. have zero significance to her. And having the relatives <laughs> tape her. You know, people say that the thought it's the thought that counts. Sometimes, no. No, it, it definitely didn't. It sounded a lot better in my head than when I actually saw it. That's why I still tell her, thank you for not saying no. <laughs> All right, so Kristen, you go through this house. Your dad and your, your brother are just filming this entire thing, so you know what's coming. You're getting frustrated because you got these different, like, scat. Like, you're like, I, I still don't get it, but fine. What's the next clue? So, how did you, when you finally got to the end of the scavenger hunt, what happened? Um, it was the most stressful scavenger hunt of my life, but uh, I think he proposed in front of the refrigerator. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I think he dropped a one knee in front of my parents' refrigerator. And, um, well, I... He at least had a ring, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he had the ring, and I wasn't going to say no, because I felt so bad about how everything else went. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to marry him, but, um, I could have taken a... Uh, a take two on that. <laughs> I owe her a new proposal now. <laughs> All right, so you proposed in front of the uh, refrigerator, refrigerator, <laughs> and you know she said yes. Yeah, so you are definitely a lucky man. Um, I he he's ever since then he said that he owes me another proposal, and he still says it, but um. About four years ago, I managed to save up enough money to buy him a a real, really nice wedding ring, um, unbeknownst to him. And I I planned my own proposal. Um, Was your original wedding ring just kind of like a basic band? Uh, yeah, along the lines, it was a a silver looking one, but um, it was a basic steel one. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, we don't even know when. It just disappeared one day. I, I had already bought your new ring at that point, so it was really <laughs> well, that's hard. lucky. It was really hard to not give it to you before before what I had planned. Mm-hmm. So he promised to kind of like, hey, I'll, I'll do a proposal, you know, uh, I'll make up for it one day. But, yeah. you, but four years ago, you just said, okay, he, I want to get him a good wedding ring finally, mm-hmm. you know. Because and you and you had planned that you were going to do another proposal for him when you did this. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So tell us about that. Um. So it was when our daughter was a just a little baby. Um. We dropped her off with my mom, and we went driving around um, the city, like the mountains in Phoenix, and we have this view that we really like. Um. 
we we drive um up through the mountains all the neighborhoods in there and then we look out at the sparkling lights of the city sometimes um that might not be a normal date night thing but that's something we do sometimes mm-hmm. um so i i got him to to drive up there and um we hiked out a little bit so we could get a better view and I had his new ring <laughs> um, in my pocket the whole time, and I had actually written him a song. Oh, wow. Uh, you wrote him a song? I wrote him a song. That's cool. You want to you sing it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was beautiful, though. I'll, I'll put in that much, at least. Did she sing it to you? Yeah. She had recorded it yeah. and played it for me as... As we were up on the mountain and uh, just watching all of the lights in the distance, it it was was beautiful. So, mountain, under the stars, with a song that she wrote. Yeah. And and then um, I I kind of got next to him a little bit, and then I got down on my knee and (laughs) re-proposed to him after saying a couple things. Um, on the mountainside. And obviously I said yes. <laughs> did you cry? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, you, I did. <laughs> that is awesome. You broke every every stereotype, every cliche, every cultural norm. I'm like, where's my proposal? Um, your proposal was good enough. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't get one. <laughs> I didn't know that you wanted one. I do now. <laughs> All right, we should move on here before we need marriage counseling. <laughs> However, you both knew that you wanted to marry each other, mm-hmm. you yes. know, and and right now we could laugh about it and everything like that. So you get engaged on Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. How long were you guys engaged for? Uh, five months. Five also. months. You really like the five month mark, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Seems like it. Wow. So five is my lucky number. Yeah, that is, sounds, <laughs> sounds like it. So during that engagement, can you uh, share with us kind of the joys and the challenges of getting married? Because a lot of times, especially when you kind of meet, even though you've been friends for a while, if you have a short dating period and then a short engagement period, mm-hmm. sometimes it does crunch life, you know, uh, into a short amount of time. So uh, both good and bad. So, uh, you know, can you walk mm-hmm. us through kind of maybe the joys and challenges of engagement from Christmas Day to, uh, I believe, May, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, May 25th. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, well, other than the joy being that it flew by super fast, <laughs> uh, and I didn't have to wait that long until until the wedding came up, um, we we definitely worked together a lot during that time to get everything set up. But I would say Kristen was more of the brains of that. She's a lot more organized <laughs> than I am in regards of, of that field. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I feel like it also made us really resourceful just because, uh, at least on, on my end, I didn't make a whole lot of... We didn't really have any yeah. money. Yeah, I was a barista. That's just That just shows. <laughs> a part-time barista at the time. <laughs> At going up to full time, so I wasn't exactly making dough. <laughs> uh, 
You're making coffee. Yeah, I was making coffee. <laughs> uh, overpriced burned coffee. Uh, we'll, we'll leave the company. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be sued. <laughs> but I'm sure people could put two and two together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Kristen and I worked together a lot during that time to make sure that we that we made things go by as smoothly as possible. And, and we had a ton of help, too, during that time. It wasn't just us, two trying to figure out mm-hmm. everything. Uh, Kristen's parents helped us a huge amount. And uh, other friends along the way, too, would know other individuals that could, you know, help provide for us, you know, some stuff at a reduced cost or or venue or anything of the sort. And, and uh, it all worked together just wonderfully uh at least from what i can remember uh what about you Kristen? what 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 were the what were the highs and lows of being engaged oh um i it was fun wedding planning even though we had very little very yeah very little money really nothing at all my parents pretty much Paid for most of our wedding, which was super nice, and we found a lot of great deals. And my mom was friend with the friends with the baker lady at Fries, so we got a good deal <laughs> on our cake. Nice, um, so tasty. A low would probably just have been how his parents reacted to the news. Of you guys being engaged. Yeah. yeah. Well, my, what was it? Talk, tell us about that. What happened there? Uh, it was more along the lines of them asking, are you sure this is the right choice? You've only known her for five months. <laughs> uh, you know, do you don't want to take, you know, longer time? Are you sure? And such. Uh, admittedly, uh, one of my parents wasn't most thrilled about what had already happened, but it was too late. I already put a ring on it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the, you know, I wasn't going to change my mind or anything of the sort, no matter what I, we'd already promised that, you know, we were going to be together no matter what. And that's, that's exactly how it was going to be. It doesn't matter whether it was going to be friends or, or family saying, no, you know, we've been in this together we're staying together. You knew each other were the one. Mm-hmm. And you were willing to forsake all others, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had, and, no, I had that, no problems with it. Yeah. I know sometimes people think like forsake all others is just that term that's been said in vows and stuff like that. That means, uh, you know, you, well, you're not going to date anyone else. Well, no, it also means I'm not going to listen to other people. I know this is the one. Mm-hmm. Even if it's people that I love and that are close to me. Yeah. So the engagement seems to be a pretty positive experience. Mm-hmm. Other yeah. than family dynamics and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Tell us about the wedding day itself. That flew How right. did you, what, what was that? What was that story? Was <laughs> it a good day? Was it a stressful day? Was it a day where you're like, I'm glad this is over? Or, you know. It was uh, a really good day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and again, for me, this also felt like it just flew, because yeah. one, mo- one moment... Usually do. Yeah. <laughs> most, like, most bride and grooms say, yeah, it flew by. <laughs> one moment, I'm getting up and getting dressed at the church, uh, 
the next thing I know, I'm waiting down the aisle for her to, well, waiting for her to come down. And then right after that, it just feels like everything flies back, flies back again. And we're over at the venue. And then, you know, by the end of the day, we're just, it's done. And and now I, you're husband and wife. Mm-hmm. And, and it, I loved the entire day. It was fun. Uh, it just, it goes by so fast before you even realize, yep. you know, anything. Uh, so it makes me super glad that people took pictures and videos uh, just because, uh, you know, being part of it, you you can kind of miss little things here and there that just make it even more yeah. wonderful. And now you can look at them again. And it it feels nice to remember that all the the friends and family that were there to support us, mm-hmm. uh, both you know, visible and, and those that were behind the scenes as well. And I'm, I wouldn't trade that day for anything else. It was wonderful. What about you, Kristen? Um, I, I was concentrating on not locking my knees (laughs) because the thing I was in marching band. And if you locked your knees, you would, you know, faint and topple over in the middle of the show or, um, I didn't I, I didn't want to faint in front of everyone up front, so I spent the whole ceremony um, lightly bouncing on my knees a little bit to make sure I didn't lock them. <laughs> I was really nervous to be in front of so many people. Because that's not really your cup of tea, is to no. be front and center, isn't it? No, no, it's not. Yeah. But he was worth it. He was worth it. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how I've seen people, because you love someone, you're willing to do things you wouldn't normally do. I always think that that's a, uh, it's a, it's a tell sign of, yeah, you love this person. Why? Because you would never have done this for anyone else. (laughs) (laughs) So that's really, that's really cool. That's really cool. What would, you know, um, looking, looking back on your engagement and looking back on your dating life, you know, you're part of, you know, you're part of the human experience of, Meeting, falling in love, getting engaged, getting married. You know, this is part of the human experience. Fortunately, not everyone gets to experience that, but many do. What, ha- what, what advice would you give to a couple who is dating right now, a couple who just got engaged or, uh, um, you know, is, is having a hard time or has a story similar to yours? Uh, what, it, what advice would you have for them? So... One one thing, and I'm sure some people have heard it before. Uh, first of all, learn your spouse's love language. Uh, shameless plug towards the five love languages. Learn how to apologize. Also another shameless plug towards the five apology languages. Uh, but also a reminder that even after uh, the vows and, and the night and such, and you say, I do... You never truly stop dating your spouse. Uh, just because you've finally gotten everything through the ceremony and such done with, it doesn't mean that you just go ahead and get complacent and you just hang around each other like roomies or anything of the sort. You always have to make an effort to get to know your spouse even better. Uh, there's, there's things that when you were dating, you didn't know about them that you'll learn later on. And that constant pursuit of wanting to know them better 
is uh, what makes your relationship that much more fulfilling and wonderful. Because uh, it's it's been 10 years, almost 10 years, for Kristen and I. And we're still learning new things, even now about each other, whether it's stories or, or experiences or memories here and there. And, and we're discovering new things together as well that we weren't aware of. Uh, and for me, I'm glad I get to learn all of this with Kristen. How am I supposed to follow that? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone has a nugget of truth. Um, I, 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 we have a lot of advice. We could, I think we could probably, um, share our experiences all day long. Um, 10 years about, what to do and what not to do, but um, it's really hard to pick one thing. Give us a couple. Um, we, we we like use it. Uh, you use your manners. You know. Um, <laughs> use your manners in what way? Um. If you're together day after day, it's easy to just be like, hey, grab me that thing. or Hey, go do that. Go do that thing. Or let's go over there. It's it's nice to hear thank you if um, if you've been doing something. Even if it's expected mm-hmm. around the house, it's nice to thank each other for the things that you do. Ten years later, we're still thanking each other for doing the dishes or taking the trash out. That's good. It's, um, it, it makes a difference in your attitude toward each other. Um, it's amazing how in marriage we can forget the little things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a good reminder. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, also, um, apologizing is super important and doing it as quickly as you can sincerely is huge because in in like the first year we could get mad at each other and be mad like all day long but um we stopped to think like do we want to spend all this time being mad at each other or would we rather have good times and make up quicker so as long as it's sincere um is probably a really important um point but um yeah it, it, it always matters to to communicate with each other especially if if something is is bothering and this is just in general too communication matters a lot uh whether it's for the positive or for the negative uh to do your best to do it. And it's a phrase that's used very often, but in love, uh, you don't get anywhere by coming across, uh, super aggressive or anything of the sort. No, uh, you know, be, be very quick to listen. Um, slow to speak, uh, slow to become angry and, and such. And this applies in, in this area always, no matter where the, what the circumstances are, you can't be throwing your, your spouse under the bus or anything of the sort uh, 
for things that happen. Uh, and the the more you learn to talk things out, whether that's the happy things or not the happy things, the better the better off you'll be because you'll you'll like I mentioned earlier, you'll gain an, an understanding of your spouse that you would have never if you hadn't have have done that type of a conversation. Yeah. There's there's ways that I know better how to treat Kristen because of those conversations that we've had as she knows towards me as well. She knows better what makes me upset as I know better what makes her upset. And through that, we've been able to become more along the lines of of what biblical principles state that we become one. Uh, we We may be two individuals, but knowing each other very, very well enables you to to react as one unit and uh it's important to talk about the hard stuff mm-hmm. the harder it is to talk about the more important it is to talk about it mm-hmm. in the first place yeah no it, it doesn't help to keep things from each other mm-hmm. never dishonesty breaks a lot of trust and and you know we mentioned that earlier it took a while to regain Trust even after we were just dating. Can you imagine after after marriage or anything of this sort? Uh, it it's something that's that's really important. Well, thank you guys. This is very important because you know, um, not many people make it ten years. Not many right. people of your generation has made it ten years. <laughs> and so you know, a lot of people think it's these big grand jesters. And it's not. It's a lot of times it's the little things. It's mm-hmm. doing the little things consistently. Doing the a, day in, day out. Yeah. And, and situations. And it's it's important because that's what kind of keeps you going. I thank you guys so much for sharing your love story and just uh being able to uh look at the last ten years and laugh at some of the hard times and some of the uh uh you know Things that you probably wish you could have to do it over again, but it's good to laugh together about those. Um, proud of you guys. Keep it going. Thank you. And for those of you guys who are out there, uh, you know, realize not every story has to be a Hollywood story. It just needs to be a Hollywood story for you. Mm-hmm. So don't let uh, don't ever compare your love story to anyone else. Your love story is unique and it is beautiful and it is something that is for you and your spouse. So thank you guys for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast, consider supporting the show by clicking the donation link in the description. If you are considering making the next step in your relationship by committing yourself to marriage, we encourage you to seek out professional or religious premarital for guidance or check out hmpremarital.com for premarital coaching by yours truly. And always remember, love is not just of the heart, but also of the mind.